Good evening and welcome to another episode of the So Talk to Me podcast. Hi. Hey. Or good morning or afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. I don't know, but hi. Hello there. Episode 39. We made it. We made it. 39 episodes later. Still trudging along? Is that a word? (laughs) Trudging? Whatever. We're still making episodes. So here we are. So what's been going on? Um, Well, it was my birthday yesterday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, on Wednesday, the 6th. I don't know when people are listening to They're definitely to this, listening so. to it on the 7th. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, that's not possible because it's probably not even going to be posted by the 7th. Anyways, uh, yeah, so your birthday was this week. Yes. Yeah, was it good? Yes. Did you have fun? Did have lots of fun. Can you shower me with compliments? I'm just kidding. We went to Landa Park and Pool, which is in New Braunfels. Uh-oh, now the internet knows. Just kidding. We used Google Maps to get there. <laughs> the internet already knew. Um, yeah, pretty awesome. Little swimming hole. Mm-hmm. Natural spring-fed pool. Yeah, it was really cool. Our children are fish, mm-hmm. apparently. They love they the love water. water. Especially yeah. Ollie. Oh, my goodness. He had the most fun of all. He basically learned how to <laughs> swim. We we had got him this little puddle jumper that he had used before, but he just, I guess, is more confident in it now. Um, also, I didn't know what a puddle jumper was until we bought it. It's one of those oh, things. Yeah. It goes around your arms and around your chest as well. Yeah. It's sort of like a life jacket. Floaty, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, he was just like nonstop, like either swimming or running around for like four hours. Like he just, and by himself, like didn't really need any help and jumping in the water and like going under the water. Yeah. And loving it. Yeah. It's like, dang dude. It was crazy for the first like 20 minutes. He might've been a little like nervous. It seemed like, but after that, then I was getting nervous because he was just like going everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, dang, kid, you Come need to back. get back here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going into the next section of the pool. You're not supposed to be there. Someone's <laughs> going to jump on you. Not really, but sort of. <laughs> he would have if he could. Yeah, he totally would have. He was loving it. He wanted to go on the big, huge water slide. He wanted to go on the zip line into the water. It's like, dude, you're two. Calm down. <laughs> Well, yeah, he liked the idea, but right. th- once he actually got up the steps to go down the small slide, it knew he yeah. was not having it. Well, those so. are kind of freaky for kids because it wasn't like an open yeah, slide. Yeah, it's a tunnel slide. Yeah, tunnel, so it's there you dark, go. yeah. It's and like you could part. hear the kids laughing through the tunnel, so it sounds creepy too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. For, for a two-year-old, it's kind of freaky. But um, yeah, he chickened out. <laughs> That's my son, everyone. <laughs> so then he, he just so jumped fun. into the water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And submerged himself and then just kept swimming around. And then Josie has her little floaty and she was just going everywhere. She was cool with everything. She did not care that the water was cold, which I was yeah, I know. really surprised about. It was about. really cold. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she, like out of everyone, that she would have been the most freaked out or not liked it. She didn't care at all. <laughs> She's like, dang, girl. Well, all right then. <laughs> so we had a good time. 
It was lots of fun. Kids in the pool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean for that to rhyme, I promise. <laughs> but it happened, so we'll just go with it. <laughs> yeah, so happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Went swimming. It was fun. Yeah. Got burgers. Mm-hmm. Donuts. We eat very healthy on birthdays, <laughs> if you can't tell. Yeah, well, donuts are like a birthday birthday tradition. Yeah, that's so. a that's a that's a broccolo tradition. Yeah. I grew up. We would get donuts on birthdays. I don't know when we started it because it wasn't necessarily like when I was super young, but it was more towards like my teenage years that my parents would always just go get donuts on birthdays. That's what we'd have for breakfast. Because donuts weren't a normal thing for us. Right. <laughs> normal breakfast for, for us was get yourself a bowl of cereal before <laughs> you have to start your chores and school starts. Because my dad was pretty particular about that stuff. <laughs> so he was like, if you don't eat, you don't eat. Sorry. So make yourself some cereal. <laughs> so I grew up on cereal. Fun stuff. I mean, cereal donuts, are they really that different? <laughs> Both it depends full on the of cereal. chocolate and... <laughs> Grain-based products, whether it's corn or wheat or barley or oats. Definitely depends on the cereal. I don't know why I'm talking like that. And the donut, I guess, too. I guess where That's you true. get it from. You could get those healthy donuts. <laughs> Just I'm kidding. sure they make vegan donuts. No, that sounds like the worst. <laughs> why would you want to eat a donut if it's supposed to be good for you? No. I'm not saying a vegan donut That's is good dumb. for you. I'm saying I'm sure that there are vegan donuts. Do they make donuts. vegan cheesecake? Why yes. don't they just... Oh my gosh. Why? <laughs> that sounds like the worst. It like looks like a cheesecake, but then you take a bite and it tastes like tofu. <laughs> I.e. it tastes like rubber. I think it's made out Ugh. of nuts. Ah, the cheese nuts. made out of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Cheese like you from soak, nuts. Like you soak the nuts and then you blend it and like, yeah. It makes cheese. Ugh. That just sounds terrible. Well, that's how you make, make nut milk. Yeah. Like you soak the nuts then you blend it. But how do you know which ones are pregnant? Oh my goodness. Are you for real right now? And then you strain it and that's like the nut milk. Yeah. That's weird. Why do people do that? Just eat the real thing. Doesn't matter how sick it makes you. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't kill yourself. Okay, so uh, birthday. That was a good time. What else? What else happened this week? Yeah. Not much. Anything? Um. Well, you had Monday off. I so did have Monday we off. Hung out. What did we do on Monday? I don't even remember. Uh, it's so we long went to ago. Costco because oh, yeah. I got a Costco membership for my birthday. Thanks, mom and dad. Yeah. It was Hashtag great. mom life. Mm-hmm. For your birthday, you got Costco. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Costco is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. They have some really cheap food. We got a huge pizza for 10 bucks. Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> Kids liked guzzling down the soda. The 60 cent cup of soda that we refueled like 10 times. <laughs> Pepsi man. <laughs> Sorry. No one understands yeah, that. Yeah, no one knows what you're Because about. I just... Okay, so in no, Japan... No, don't, don't, don't go into it. Yeah, I have to go <laughs> no. into it. I have to go into it. 
I'll put a link in the description of the commercial or whatever it is of the the theme song. In Japan, Pepsi has a mascot. It's basically like a dude in spandex who looks like metallic and red and blue. And uh, he's called Pepsi Man. And he just like, he's sort of like the Kool-Aid man. He just busts in and gives people Pepsi. Or maybe he saves people and then gives them Pepsi. I don't know. I don't know. I just know the theme song. And um, you should go. You should go listen to it. <laughs> it's cool, Pepsi Man. So I introduced my kids to Pepsi Man because we were drinking Pepsi. We tried some Pepsi, and so now whenever I say Pepsi Man, Ollie goes Pepsi Bear. <laughs> and we're like, no, Pepsi Man, Pepsi Bear. <laughs> like, no man, Pepsi Man. Like, yeah, Pepsi Bear. <laughs> yep. Just for fun. He just thinks it's um, funny to say things the wrong way. Yeah. Anyways, you guys don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought you would care. But Costco. I told you. You definitely care about Costco. Costco. Welcome to Costco. I love, I love you. you. I went to I went to college there. <laughs> sorry, that's a reference to idiocracy. I can neither recommend nor denounce that movie (laughs) it's up to you but i quote it a lot so yes what about you how's your week been it's been busy it's been really busy you only had to work tuesday and thursday well and sunday but yeah yes yeah i took well because of last week so last week took off um for memorial day had memorial day off that was nice Tuesday was a normal day. Wednesday was like 9 to 7.30. Uh, Thursday was like 9 to 9.30. Friday was a good six hours in the morning into the afternoon. And then Saturday was another six hours. Then Sunday was a normal, what is that? Well, no, no, no. I went in early. I was there in like six and left probably around one thirty, something like that. So it made for a long week. I'm usually off Fridays and Saturdays. And uh, not last week. I worked <laughs> extra hours and then worked on Friday, Saturday, like sort of half days. I don't know, whatever you call six hours. Um, so it was a lot of work, a lot of time spent at work last week. Yeah. So Friday rolls around and I'm just like, I'm going to take Monday off because I've got a bunch of time off saved and I want to take some time <laughs> off and see my family. Because those days are the worst when I leave before the kids are up and I get home after the kids go down. Yeah. Just like, man, I I, I know I'm a sappy dad, but it's just like, I didn't didn't get to see him today. And you were great. You sent me pictures. That's fantastic. But it's still, it's still really weird. It's like, I own these children, but I have not seen them today. (laughs) So, um, you're asking how my week went. It was really busy with work, but it's awesome. It's like a bunch of good stuff. We... There's been a lot of change going on. I think I've alluded to it for the past like few months <laughs> about stuff going on at church. And we upgraded our video system and got a new soundboard. And we moved our everything that we had, all the tech stuff from the center of the room to the back of the room and built a booth for it. And now we have lots of room for yeah, tech people. It makes so much more sense. It's awesome it's awesome <laughs> technically from an audio standpoint it's not as good the center of the room was better because it's where it's like the convergence point of the speaker system mm-hmm. um so now we're in the back of the room you're not necessarily in the center of that 
But it, I, I'm actually surprised that, that it doesn't sound terrible. Like, it actually still sounds pretty good back there. It's just, it's just different. But for the sake of having everything in the same place, we moved everything. So I had to give up the center, the, the best spot for audio. But oh well. Oh well. Oh, but I'm excited. I'm excited because it allows for more, like, training opportunities and more... Um, strangely enough, like more visibility for us in the tech team. Like we had a couple people coming up, um, just this past Sunday, you know, like they hadn't, they just grown used to the tech stuff in the church. And so, you know, it all moved and they're like, Whoa, Hey, that's pretty cool. What do you have back here? What's going on? So I was able to be like, yeah, if you want to, you know, if you're interested, like let's hook up, let's go get coffee. We can talk about it if you want to start serving on the tech team. So pretty cool it's pretty cool i dig it so that was my week lots of work and and then this week i took off a couple days took off yesterday because it was your birthday took off monday just (laughs) because costco and your birthday it's just been like your birthday all week long yay and then tomorrow it's what you always wanted (laughs) yeah friday night we're going out Doing some karaoke. karaoke. You're doing karaoke. I'm probably just going to sit and drink. No, you need to do something. <laughs> I, I don't even know what this place is like. It's a small dive, like a little hole in the wall karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I just mean like what kind of music? Oh, I don't, I don't know. The stuff that I karaoke to, is it going to be like, what is this kid doing? I don't know. I mean, I know you put everywhere together a bunch always of like has that songs. jet song. Well, yeah, that's that you true. do. Mm-hmm. That's true. If I want to blow my voice out, early. <laughs> but yeah, I'll just yeah, do like system of a down system. They just have. kidding. So we'll Never see. Been we'll see what happens when we get there. But there will be alcohol, so I'll be happy. Wow, that sounded really cynical. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. It's gonna be fun regardless, but it's gonna be more fun because there's alcohol. Uh, so yeah, okay. What you don't like alcohol? You <laughs> like alcohol? Don't I lie do. to people. I don't need alcohol to have a good time. Uh, that is not what I said at all. <laughs> I said it's going to be a great time regardless. <laughs> I said alcohol makes it better. <laughs> That's all that I said, and you don't disagree. As much as you're making fun of me right now, you actually don't disagree. Gosh, you sound like a drunk. Anyways, <laughs> <sighs> I haven't even had anything today. I haven't. I've had water. <laughs> I, I haven't. I had a soda earlier today. Okay. That was the hardest drink that I've had today. <laughs> it's a friggin' soda. I've been good, dang it. Anyways. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Do we have any more small talk? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say. No. I think we've dragged it on long enough for our listeners. Cricking. Cricking? Wow. Kicking and screaming. Dragging them along. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, for our main topic, I don't know how to succinctly put this, um, but I wanted to talk about something that I've been reading about. Um, and it's basically, so it, it has to do with trial and stress and grief. Uh, not stress, suffering is the word, the other S word. Suffering. Um, yeah, the other S word. <laughs> I didn't even realize what I just said. <laughs> oh shoot! Um, no, the other S word. <laughs> the other S word. 
Um, Any voice. Yeah. Suffering. Um, well, it has to do with the idea of how you deal with it before God. And um, so anyways, I yeah, again, I don't know how to succinctly put it. So we'll just go ahead and, and roll into it. Um, so I've been reading this book. I've mentioned it here on the podcast before. It's a, it's a book club book that I've been reading called Good and Angry, um, which has actually been really good. I'm uh, very impressed. Didn't think I would have much to learn from it because uh, I don't consider myself a generally angry person. Um, but I've learned that anger rears its fat, ugly head um, in lots of different ways, not just from the explosions of uncontrollable rage. Because um, that's not really me. That doesn't happen very often. Um, or at all. Eh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, tell that to my ulcers. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have any ulcers. Um, so the one of the last chapters in the book, yeah, I, I, I'm not necessarily going to talk about anger, but it was something that was mentioned in this book that really has me thinking. But one of the last chapters in the book is about being angry at God. And um, that's a really interesting concept to me because, I, you know, I, I, I've grown up in the church um and so, you know, there there wasn't a time when, as a child, like, I, I don't ever remember a time when Sundays weren't about going to church, you know what I mean? Um, I know that's not everyone's experience, but that was mine. Um, where was I, where was I going with that? I was talking about anger and being angry at God. So, so the reason I say that it's interesting is like, I don't know that I could ever say that I've been angry at God, but I can take it from a different perspective times of you know intense suffering or times of trial and difficulty where um where you cry out to god and you kind of just have to vent if that makes sense and you feel that uh, so so not necessarily again i'm i'm equating anger with like this rage type of emotion but that's not necessarily the case it also manifests itself in like discontentment is a form of anger because you want things to be a different way and so you're acting um whether that's just pouting and complaining like you're acting out of your anger that things aren't the way that you want them to be um you know you're implicitly saying that something is wrong with life and someone's at fault but it can manifest itself in a couple different ways and coming to god with your anger so so i'll i'll set it up with my own experience i remember when my brother passed away um one of the really kind of comforting things that I don't even remember if someone told me or if it was just a conclusion that I came to through reading the scriptures. But basically, um, I remember really experiencing the fact that I can come to God with my emotion, with how I was feeling, and just like pour that all out. And um, that I didn't have to feel like I needed to hold anything back before God. And that concept um, is brought out in the in the book, in Good and Angry. And um, 
because it's slightly it's slightly different between anger and grief um there's a little different connotation but what he talks about in the book is how um how we're told that we it's okay to be angry at god that god can take our anger so when you come before him like it's okay to express those emotions to him because that's what the psalmist does right well the book challenges that and it talks about how um basically if we really understood and really believed the character of god our anger towards him is always going to be unjust Mm. if that makes sense and not that you can't come to god with overwhelming emotion not that you can't come to him with um or, or or venting to god about um your circumstances right right yeah not that you should feel guarded when you come to god but how um anger in particular is expressed it it's actively um talking about your displeasure towards something and if that is aimed squarely at god um then something is severely wrong Mm -hmm. yeah i i definitely wouldn't say that being angry that someone has died is the same as being angry with god um because death is a result of sin it's a result of the fall like it's it's wrong it should make us angry you know like right it only happens because of sin yeah um so i yeah i think it's definitely that is a i would say that it is a righteous anger to be angry about death now i guess the way that you show that and work that out may not be righteous but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm I'm gonna read a big chunk from the book if you don't mind just because just because i like it and and it um captures what the scripture has to say and and the nuance that scripture gives when people i guess when when the writers of scripture kind of vent towards god um So the book says here, unbelief blames God for the bad things, curses him, walks angrily away, and sets about manufacturing other gods who might give us what we want. Faith is unafraid to credit God with controlling both the delightful and the bitter things that happen to us. And faith continues to seek the help of the one who alone can help us. In the first 20 verses of Lamentations 3, Jeremiah agonizes under suffering that he identifies as coming from God's hand. And check this out. Check this, these scriptures out. I love Lamentations. I know that sounds weird, but <sighs> like I just remember when I was going through that book, like I would talk to you a lot about it and just be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is so cool." Like I don't like it's really heavy, but yeah. it's it's always like yeah. a it's like super dark and depressing. And then there's like that joy, mm-hmm. the promise that's coming. So it's, right. it's just like knowing the New Testament and reading Lamentations, just like, this is so amazing. Yeah. Like, 
So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. I mean, you basically just gave away what I'm. Oh, be I'm reading, sorry. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so, so here's some of the scripture from Lamentations. Uh, Jeremiah writes, "He has driven and brought me into darkness without any light. He has besieged and enveloped me with bitterness and tribulation. He shuts out my prayer. He turned aside my steps and tore me to pieces." He has made my teeth grind on gravel. I have forgotten what happiness is. So this is the author again, um, not the scripture, but the the book, uh, Good and Angry. He says, this is a painful passage, the prophet experiencing a taste of Christ's subsequent suffering. But Jeremiah then finds profound comfort. In verses 21 through 23, it says, but this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His Mm. mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Yes. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. That seems almost like impossible (laughs) for someone to grasp both that um, deep despair Mm -hmm. and yet at the same time, the mercies of God are new every morning. Mm-hmm. You know, his faithfulness never ends. Like, even though I'm not experiencing it right now, the Lord is righteous. Um, and I think this is kind of an impasse. Um, and I say that simply because as I get older, I see people that maybe I've looked up to or other people who at one time claimed to be Christians turn away from the faith when something, um, when they go through an intense period of suffering, mm-hmm. that it causes them to, like it shakes their faith such that they no longer believe that God would do something like that in their life. Like he doesn't exist because this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, that passage reminds me of the, that Shane and Shane song, mm-hmm. though you slay me. Yeah. I think that's out of Job, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I don't sure know. That. I mean, it's the same idea. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is. So this is um, another another passage I underlined in the book. It says, the intensity of the complaint arises from the intensity of faith. So this is a good, um, this is a proper picture of coming before God with your anger not directed at God, but your anger, like your displeasure directed towards your circumstances. The intensity of the complaint that you have arises from the intensity of faith that you have in God. It contains no cursing, no malevolence, no lies, no hostile belittling. It is an appeal for help, not a damning judgment. Psalmists become dismayed because they know and trust that God is good, because they love God, and because they struggle to reconcile God's promises with current affliction. Mm. I thought that was so good when I read it. Um, it it just encapsulates how um yeah how that i mean i feel like i'm i'm just going to reword what he said but how that emotion how that revelation of the fact that you are 
experiencing something that should not be um, comes from the fact that you know the God who is good. Right. Like, because you have a standard of good, you know that what's going on in your life right now Mm -hmm. is not good. And so, yeah, definitely it it shakes your faith or it tests your faith is probably a better way to say it. Because your what your experience doesn't match up with who you believe God to be, you know, um, but God is doing something more than what you understand mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah, and I thought that was such a cool contrast. Yeah, thinking, thinking back to the day that I found out my mother had died. Mm-hmm. Um, I just specifically remember like just saying why, you know, like mm-hmm. why, 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 like why, like just why, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I wasn't. I mean, yes, I guess, yeah, I was, I was angry because I was upset. I wasn't content with it, you know, Um, but I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't like, yeah, I don't know, belittling God or cursing him or anything. It was just, Mm -hmm. I just didn't understand. Right. And I was just broken over it and wanted to understand like i i obviously knew he had a purpose for this and i felt like if i knew what it was it would help me feel better yeah 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 unfortunately for us he doesn't always give us that right um but i think that also causes us to build our faith Mm -hmm. you know to trust in him to learn to trust in him when it seems like the worst thing (laughs) is happening yeah um but again i mean like lamentation says like his mercies are new every morning he shows himself to be faithful and that's the amazing thing you know that i can attest to that through the difficulties that i've gone through and not that i've had a super difficult life um but just yeah the lord has always been faithful um, amen through through it all um another another quick quote that I really liked that I I just underlined a bunch from this book. Sorry guys. Um, He (laughs) says when the Bible teaches how to voice distress to God, it teaches a cry of faith, not a roar of rage. Mm. And I think that that's kind of the key because I don't want to say, you know, don't express your feelings before God. Like, no, God can take what you're feeling, like go to God in prayer and pour out how you're feeling. And don't feel don't feel like you have to repress your emotions when you come right. to God. You know, don't feel like you have to put your best foot forward every time you come before God in prayer. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. Yet, um, you're <laughs> you still need to be reverent. Like he is, you need to be in reverence of him. Is what I'm trying to say. You when need you to, come to him. understand who it is that you're coming right before you're not if you're coming with a you know a whirlwind of 
uh, of profanity, you know, just at the circumstance. Uh, I, I don't think you're actually engaging in prayer. Like you're not actually coming to God and seeing him for who he is. Because when you really understand who God is and how he is all good, uh, there's nothing to be angry about. <laughs> like he only does good. Mm-hmm. If we truly believed that, there, you know, we would not have any kind of animosity towards God. <laughs> Because he only does good, and he only does good for us. Right. Um, even when we don't understand how that works itself out. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was really good because, yeah, we want to be able to come before God with our everything and be able to express that to God. He He can take it. He can handle it. Um, but also understanding using prayer not for our own selfish ends just to just to vent our frustrations but using prayer um as a means to actually talk with god and when you talk with god and you realize who it is you're talking to i think that changes you and that changes what your prayers are Mm -hmm. and what it becomes and and the picture of that actually that scripture gives the the great picture of suffering is in job you know, um, and the, the good and angry has this to say about that. He says, Job, a godly man of honest faith, repented for his own particular strand of self-righteousness to the degree that he had blamed God and sought to justify himself. He admitted that he was wrong. So that's the, that's the key in that story too, is that multiple times or it does say in the story of Job that, you know, in what Job had said, he hadn't sinned up to a certain point, but it was his, his self-righteousness before God, his, his challenge of God. Um, he wasn't, he wasn't coming in humility, Mm -hmm. um, but he was, he was charging God with injustice. Mm -hmm. And, and you also see when God does respond that Job responds appropriately as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he says uh, he, he repents, repents yeah. right, for, for what he had said that is wrong. And so that is, I think, also a beautiful picture of when we do come to God and mess up <laughs> because we can't see what he's doing, because we can't see um, how he's going about things. Um, there's forgiveness and grace in that mm-hmm. as well. And restoration in the case of Job, um, he was restored as well. And his story remains in the scripture for all of us to learn from Christians throughout history to learn from. So, um, certainly he was granted that high honor. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know that there's much else to say about that, but it really kind of stuck out to me because that idea of coming to God with our emotion and coming to God with all of ourselves um, has really helped me when I've gone through hard times. Yeah. Um, just knowing that God is not distant, but he is close and he, um, you don't have to put on a facade is what I'm trying to say. Um, even when it hurts, even when you're in pain, you don't have to um, blunt your emotion towards God. But the key is that you don't allow that to lead you into sin into accusing God of wrongdoing because he doesn't do wrong things. Right. <laughs> he is the ultimate good. Um, but yeah. 
Do you have any thoughts on that outside of what we've covered? I don't think so. Cool. All right. Well, if you have any thoughts on that, you can always reach out to us. We're on Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me. You can email us at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. I don't think we've gotten an email in quite a while, um, but that's okay. If you want to talk <laughs> to us, you can. If not, we'll just continue talking to each other. I was going to say talking to ourselves, but that sounds weird. Talking to each other with we microphones. We are sitting in front of each other. On the internet. Talking to each other. Right, but that implies that no one's listening. We'll just talk to each other. Okay, anyways. Uh, do you have any recommendations for the lovely listeners? I do. Um mm-hmm. My first one is, I think you said you've already recommended it, but I'm just going to go Pretty ahead sure. and do it again anyways. All right. Um, is the go. app called Streetlights. I uh, was listening to it today, um, the book of John. It's just really awesome. Just, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, the background music is really cool and sort of like sets a tone. Mm-hmm. But they also like have different people like voice the different parts. Mm-hmm. So so like what, what exactly is it? You haven't explained what Streetlights is. Oh, well, it's an, it's basically like an audio Bible. Yeah. But I think it's only the New Testament, right? Okay. I'm not sure. I've, I've listened to some of it. I have not downloaded the app. I think it's only it on YouTube. So far. Okay. Um, could be wrong. That's just... When when I downloaded the app and brought it up, it started with Matthew. Gotcha. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess it's only the New Testament. But, um, but yeah, I don't really know how else to explain it. It's just like, yeah, a narration or like a reading of scripture but with like there are people reading the different parts so mm-hmm. like you know a female voices the Sumerian woman part or you know the a different guy who's a certain guy reads what Jesus said and then there's you know one guy reading basically just what John was writing in between the the um, quotations mm-hmm. of what people said. But yeah, it's really awesome. Sweet. I find that it helps me actually understand and really get the the impact of the scripture more because of the inflections that they use. Like, like okay. it helps me to better like relate to it. Yeah. Is that, if that makes sense. So I like it a lot. Sweet. And then my other reco is, uh, this, the CD that you got for me for mother's day, oh, which yeah. is, uh, I don't know if I've recommended it yeah, or yeah. not. Oh, I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> Sandra okay. McCracken, <laughs> the Psalms, her Psalms CD. Yeah, it's really cute. Ollie really likes it too. 
He likes the, nice. uh, oh, what is it called? He calls it, um, I Will Not Be Shaken, but that's not the, act- the actual name of the song. I think it's, um, uh, My Soul Finds Rest in God Alone. I think mm-hmm. that's the name of the song. It was so cute. He was singing it the other day. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. All right. Um, for my recommendations, I mean, obviously, I recommend the book that I've been talking about this whole time, Good and Angry. I'll throw a link in the description. I think I've recorded it already, so whatever. Um, the second recommendation... Uh, well, um, so last week, or was it this week? I don't know. My dates are all mixed up. Um, in, in the midst of working a lot, um, I came home one evening and I had I had a good amount of schoolwork to do. I had to write a paper last week. And um, so I had my plan all set out, you know, I'm going to work this amount of hours, come home and, and do school. And I got home and I was tired and I wanted to spend time with you guys. And I just said, you know what? School can wait. I'm just going to chill tonight. Um, so I recommend knowing your limits. No, um, I recommend if you are just running yourself ragged, just to, to set aside some time for recreation. Um, you know, I was, I was kidding, but you do have to know your limits. I'm not encouraging you to blow off your responsibilities just for the sake of it. But seriously, if you're, if you're running too hard, um, and you just need some time to recharge, take an evening and recharge, watch a movie. Just do something dumb. Play play video games. Do something that helps you recharge. Because it helped me. And uh, guess what? My school still got done. <laughs> it was good. I'm still I'm still doing well in this class this semester. Doing good. It's all good. We're good. <laughs> Is it good? I think so. Okay. I think it's good. All right. Well, with that, uh, we come to the end of another episode. Closing the book on that. I don't even have any parting thoughts. Do you have any parting thoughts? Do you have anything you want to say? Mm, No. Okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) Go talk to your spouse. Okay, thanks. Bye. Go have a good weekend. Bye.